All right, everybody. So we're going to go ahead and get started. Um, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thanks to all of our um, all of our folks who um, who have come here before. I think I also forgot to shout out Sats Runner Dinoverse, and I see a couple other folks. Thanks again for continuing to tune in. Um, so we are NFTs for Good. We are a weekly Twitter Spaces that's all about highlighting the builders and founders in the NFT and Web three space. We do this at least once every week, and you can check out our schedule on our website bluestudios.io backslash nfts dash for dash good and you know we know there are tons of stories that always come out and talk about you know the not so great aspects of web3 crypto and nfts but we believe if we keep talking about the positive aspects and how the people behind these projects and movement are trying to make the world a better place through Web3 and NFTs, we can really continue to elevate the conversation. So with this show and subsequent shows that we do, um, we will continue to highlight the people and founders that also include you know, some type of social good component in what they're building. And we hope that you can gain two things from this conversation. We hope that one, you get to connect with other founders and their courageous journey of going from idea to building in public. And you can also be inspired by their stories and know there are some really good people out here building the new internet. Again, you can check out our upcoming shows and sign up for updates at bluestudios.io backslash NFTs dash for good. And a quick disclaimer, you know, all opinions of guests or hosts may not reflect the views of Blue Studios or its hosts. This Twitter space is for informational purposes only. None of the opinions of the show by the host or panelists can be considered investment advice. Please do your own research, be safe, and make sure you talk to any security and investment advisors for more information on how NFTs and crypto fit into your collectible and ownership portfolio. This show is also being recorded, so we can have it on our website, also distribute it other places like via podcasts and other places to promote future shows. And quick intro about me, I'm Kelly, founder of Blue Studios. We built a community around education, family, and Web3. We employ a learn-to-earn, play-to-earn model. We leverage our adorable robot, Bella, who is we see as our Mickey Mouse. And a big part of what we do is coming up with innovative approaches to educating and inspiring families to learn and earn together, but also to onboard more families in a very safe way to Web3. Super happy to be here today. Um, a big reason why it's important for me to do these is I get a chance to hang out with our good friend, Looks Legit. Um, right here. But more importantly, we also want to highlight the stories and people behind the Web3 and NFT movement. Web3 is super fast paced. It's 24-7 and we've had to work harder and faster than we ever have before. But it's always nice to slow it down a little bit and dig deep with amazing guests like our Techie Club speaker, Andy, here today. So with that, I'll pass it on to Looks Legit, also known as Justin. Thanks, Kelly, and uh, good to hear your voice. Sorry, I couldn't make it last week. I had a uh, event with one of my uh, Web two clients, so we hosted a little uh, client thing with them at night. So, um, but it's good to be here with you guys today. I'm really excited about this space. Is obviously um, for anybody who knows me, I'm a big supporter of uh, helping people find jobs in the Web three space, and you know, projects that are innovating. You know that movement and helping people find their way. So excited about that. 
for those who don't really know me yet, my name is Justin. I've been in the NFT community about a year now, uh, be a year this July. I uh, started off kind of just as a DN chasing those transactions. Um, then I started using my using my marketing background. I have a marketing company. I started using my marketing background to help companies uh, promote their projects on Twitter. Uh, well, I shouldn't say companies, but Web3 companies, NFT projects promoting on Twitter and eventually started consulting with projects and helping them with, you know, Discord, roadmap strategies, marketing strategies, et cetera. So I'm a big fan of what we do here on these spaces. And um, I just love the opportunity that I can get up to get here when I can get in here with everybody. And so Techie, uh, thanks for joining us today. I'm excited to hear uh, what you guys are doing and, you know, digging in with the questions that we've got for you. So I'll pass it off to you to uh, do your introduction. Thank you. Yeah, thanks a lot, Kelly and Justin. I uh, really appreciate, uh, you know, providing me this opportunity to chat and uh, talk in front of everyone. Um, so, hey, everyone, I am Andy. I am one of the co-founders for Techie Club. Uh, during my day job, I am a technical recruiter. I still am in the tech space right now. Um, I have worked with two of the larger tech companies. I have about six and a half years of experience combined uh, working between two of the companies. Um, and my Web3 journey kind of started uh, at the beginning of this year. So uh, at the beginning of January is really when I started to kind of look at, uh, you know, the, the Web3 space and NFTs in, in particular. Um, before I did my research, I thought NFTs were just kind of JPEGs that people were going to put on, you know, their walls and their mansions in the, the metaverse when that came about. But uh, the further I kind of looked into it and I saw the the kind of utility that can come behind uh, the NFT itself uh, is kind of what really got me excited and inspired to create Techie Club, um, which I'm really excited to kind of dive a little bit deeper into it during this conversation. Awesome. Thanks so much, Andy. Super excited to jump in. So with that, um, you know, you, you gave a brief background about yourself, but let's uh, go a little bit deeper and tell us about, you know, how you got into tech recruitment and then also how did you get into, um, you know, the Web3 space? What kind of changed your mind about it? Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I, <laughs> I kind of love telling the story about how I got into tech recruiting. It's, uh, you know, growing up, I like to say, like, no one grew up saying, like, hey, I want to be a technical recruiter when I get older. Uh, I didn't know what a technical recruiter was going through college. And, uh, you know, I, I'm sure a lot of people still don't know what it is. But uh, basically what happened was I ended up graduating from college. I uh, wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. Um, you know, I was looking for jobs. I thought I was going to get more into like a marketing type role or more into a more traditional HR, like HRBP type position. Uh, so that's kind of what I was focused on. Um, but one day I went out with some friends for happy hour. For, it was uh, some college friends. And we ended up uh, hanging out with some people uh, who were technical recruiters. So I ended up talking with one of my, uh, you know, they were a friend of a friend. They told me about their role as technical recruiter. I, I was like, hey, that's really interesting. Like, I've never even heard of this position. Tell me more. Uh, we talked about it. I uh, ended up applying, uh, you know, after that. I uh, ended up getting actually a referral from that person. And then ended up just kind of interviewing and, and got the job. So that's kind of how I got into tech recruiting. As a technical recruiter, I've kind of done it all. Like, I... You know, started as a sourcer. A sourcer is where you're just kind of going out and finding candidates. You're, it's literally the job is you're on like LinkedIn, just sourcing and, and finding people to fill roles. Uh, and I worked up to, to more of a recruiting role where it's where I'm closing the candidates and doing negotiation and things like that. Um, 
I've recruited for, uh, you know, software developers, front end engineers, uh, product managers, program managers, uh, HR people. I've, I've recruited for uh, technical writers, you know, I, so many different roles. So I like know all the, the roles like in the tech industry for the most part. Uh, and I know what it kind of takes to, to get a job. Um, so that is a little background on, on me as a technical recruiter, how I got into technical recruiting. For Web3, um, I kind of mentioned, I started at the beginning of this year, uh, did some research. The way I got into that actually is I was going to start my own Web2 business. Uh, you know, as a technical recruiter, I love helping people. And that's kind of what I want to do for my own Web2 business, where I would kind of help guide people in a more traditional one-on-one -on -one approach, where I would connect with them help them with their resumes, help them, you know, with the interview process, help them with the negotiation process. Um, and that was going to be my, my business. Uh, but then I met, uh, you know, Lily, I've known her for years, but she kind of connected to me and was like, Hey, have you thought about NFTs? She's been in this space a lot longer than I have. And she's the one that got me into doing the research actually. So after doing the research, I, I noticed like, yeah, there's, there's so much potential here. It's much more than just a JPEG. You can have so much utility that's included with this. This can act as an as a access pass to, to you know, a program that you're creating, which is what Techie Club essentially is now. Um, so after kind of doing that research, finding out what we could do, I changed my mind. I was like, you know what? Let's do this. I, I see Web3 as the way of the future. I think a lot of businesses are going to kind of go this direction. That's the direction we're headed right now. And I was like, you know what? Let's, let's try this. This is kind of unique. I don't see any other thing like this out there right now. Uh, why don't we just kind of be the pioneers? Um, so that's how I got into Web3. That's how we kind of got started. And uh, the rest is history. So we're about two, two and a half months in. The project has evolved so much from just the start. Um, and it still is continuing to evolve. We don't have a mint date or anything like that yet. Um, just because we are really trying to build a community and, and build the, the right product before we do any type of launch. But yeah, that's a, that's a little bit about me and how I got into Web3 as well. Awesome. That's really cool. Um, and so let's talk about Techie Club, um, your NFT project. And um, we talked a lot about, about just how NFTs can unlock also so much utility. So why did you decide um, on, you know, based on your goals for Techie Club, why did you decide on Web3 and NFTs in order to, to achieve this goal? So just tell us a little bit about the project. Yeah, yeah. I'd say like uh, the one thing I left out there was the biggest reason why I decided to go to Web3 route instead of the Web2 route, because Web2 is one-on-one -on -one coaching where I can help one person at a time. Web3, it gives me the opportunity to help hundreds to thousands of people all at once. You know, I can develop these programs and I don't have to do that one-on-one -on -one coaching. They can just go through our program and, you know, find like videos on like how to create a resume, you know, how to prepare for an interview. These are the types of questions you're going to get. You know, these are types of things that you don't necessarily need that one-on-one -on -one coaching that, that can, you know, help, you know, lots of people at the same time. So that's the biggest reason why. I decided to do the, the Web3 route instead of the, the traditional Web2 route. Um, so talking a little bit more about kind of what Tepke Club is, uh, we, we definitely are heavily, heavily focused on utility. Uh, we do have three major holder perks that come with our um, NFT. Uh, the first major one is our Tech Academy program. Within this Tech Academy program, we're going to have an interview uh, prep guide. 
this is going to take you from how do you create that resume? How do you create that LinkedIn profile to make sure you're found and, uh, you know, move forward in the interview process all the way through the interviews where we're going to help you kind of guide you on what questions to prepare for, how to prepare for these interviews, uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, what not to do, things like that. Uh, and then at the very end of it, it's going to be that negotiation process where if you go through the entire process, you get an offer. We're going to be able to help you negotiate to get as much money as you can and to maximize your earning potential. Um, so that's one part of uh, the Tech Academy program is the interview prep guide course. Uh, the second part is Web3 masterclasses. So these are classes that we're, we're you know, creating specifically for Web3. Um, a few of the classes we've already kind of started working on are how to start your own project, your own NFT project. Uh, another one is how to transition from Web2 to Web3. Um, as well as different job opportunities in Web3. So there's going to be a lot of different classes uh, within that uh, Web3 Masterclass program. Um, but those are just a few that we've already kind of started working on. Uh, the second major holder perk for our NFT is the Tech Accelerator. So this is going to be a launchpad program. Uh, this is going to be for our community. It's going to be able to help our community members who want to kind of start their own NFT project. Uh, if you are selected on to be a part of our tech accelerator, uh, we will provide you with mentorship, uh, hands-on support, financial support as well. Uh, you know, so we're really going to kind of be behind you and kind of guiding you and mentor you uh, to to creating your your own NFT. Uh, the way that we're going to select these, uh, you know, selected um, projects is actually going to be through the community. So the community is going to decide. They're going to vote. They're going to help us vote and and pick who we're going to move forward with, and then we're going to provide that support uh, after. The third major perk that we have is our perks panel. So this is a uh, special discounts for holders. Um, we're already in talks with some companies, uh, you know, right now. Um, but we're we're looking at like you're going to be able to get special discounts to like mentorship services, boot camps, NFT domain services, and a lot more. Um, so those are the types of discounts we're going to be, uh, you know, providing, and they're all going to be kind of focused on that that Web three space. Um, we also do have uh, community events uh, within our Discord, so like that's going to be um, both virtual and actually in person now. Uh, we're going to have, we do have Q&A sessions within our Discord as well. So that's a Q&A session we have like every other week where, you know, last week I did one for networking and we just kind of talked about networking. I talked about how do you network in Web 2 and Web 3. And then I answer any other questions that our community has. We also have job boards within our uh, Discord. So you can go in there and find jobs. We have, uh, you know, uh, NFT projects who come in and post their jobs that they're looking for. And then, you know, since our community is full of techies, there's you're able to kind of apply directly through that. Um, and then we also have Discord channels for job tips, referrals, uh, and, and a lot more as well. So that, I know that was a lot, but that's that's kind of our, our project in a nutshell. And like I mentioned before, it is evolving. Like every day it's evolving and we're continuing to add more and more. Um, the best way to kind of keep up with that is just to follow our Twitter and then and get in our Discord. Nice. I love it. It's like a whole full service um, kind of uh upskilling and uh, employment opportunity platform. I love it. Love it. Um, I would, and you know, since you've been in tech recruitment um, for so long, I was, I was just curious about 
you know, what are, I assume there's a lot of things that are the kind of the same about Web2 and Web3 recruitment, but then there's things that are just inherently different. Um, so, you know, what have you been seeing, like, in terms of, like, employers, like, what are, what challenges are they having? Um, and also, what are, like, employment seekers having challenges in, in, on, in both Web2 and Web3? Yeah, I, I'd say, like, the, the biggest challenge is, Web 2 is a lot more structured than Web 3 at this point. Web 3 is still so new, and uh, we're still trying to find our way and, and create that structure. It, it is becoming more structured, which, which is a great thing. But at the same time, Web 2 just has been around for a lot longer. And it's, you know, the process is very much the same for no matter what company you apply to. You know, you apply to that company you talk to a recruiter or you talk to the manager, you interview, you get a job. Uh, Web3 is a lot different. You know, there's a lot of different ways you can, you know, get an interview. Some companies don't even really do interviews either. They just kind of like uh, ask you some questions and they're like, all right, you've got the job. Um, but that's like the biggest difference I, I've noticed is that there's not as much structure in, in Web3. Um, I do want to say, though, that there are similar jobs, though, like from Web2 to Web3. Uh, so, you know, there's much more, a lot of people think when they think about the tech industry or even web three, that you need to have a technical background, which is not the case at all. I don't have a technical background. Uh, you know, I don't know anything about tech. I hire the people who know stuff about tech. So just knowing that right off the bat, uh, is going to be very beneficial. There's roles for both, uh, you know, industries like program managers. You're going to need that both in web two and web three you know, marketing specialists, you know, social media experts. Those are all roles that are both in Web 2 and Web 3. And those are some similarities that I've noticed as well. Um, let's see. You also do need a resume. So, like, uh, you will need a resume for Web 3. Like, if you're trying to get a job in Web 3, um, the biggest difference here, though, that I've noticed is that you're not going to have a lot of, like, background in, in Web 3, like, uh, you know, um, job experience. So, you do need to kind of cater that resume more towards like uh, Web 3 by using your Web 2 background, if that makes sense. So like if you're trying to apply to a Web 3 job, you can still do that, even though you don't have that Web 3 experience. The biggest thing is you need to take that Web 2 experience and try to cater that and form it into like the experience required for that Web 3 job. Um, that's one of the big things that you can do and you should do for, for every job you apply to. Um, let's see what else is, I, I think, mm, yeah. And then I kind of mentioned like web three is just like the structure is, it's just not as structured. So a lot of times in the ways you're going to apply to these jobs, isn't going to be that formal application process. The best way you can do it for web three from what I've seen and from, you know, the people we've hired is join the communities you're really, really interested in network with people who are doing the roles that you're really, really interested in. So if you want to be a mod, you know, join these communities, start talking with the mods in there, ask them questions, find out what it takes to be a mod. Once you have that and you're very active in that community, then you can reach out to that founder and say like, Hey, do you need any help as a, you know, do you need any mod help? And then they can be like, yeah, sure. Like, you know, why don't we bring you on and, and see how you work out? Or maybe they don't have a role and they'll be like, but I do know this other project that has a role. So that's another way, uh, you know, you can apply and probably the, the, the most efficient way to apply in web three, uh, which is a big difference from the, the more traditional web two route. But yeah, those are some of the kind of similarities and differences I've noticed so far. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, it seemed, you know, and 
I agree. I think um, in a way it's, you know, it can be challenging that you don't have so much structure in Web3 to get, you know, employment opportunities. But then at the same time, it does knock down a lot of barriers for people who might not have been well served in that, you know, more structured, you know, format of, 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 you know, um, you know, hiring and things like that. So um, it definitely seems like that's a huge opportunity for a lot of people to enter the space on the ground. Yeah, no, I, I was gonna say, I agree with that. I think, uh, you know, I've been in web two and these interviews are grueling. They're like six hours long each, you know, just to go through and for one job. Whereas web two, it's, it's definitely a lot shorter. You're doing like one interview. And a lot of times these six interviews, they're, they're unnecessary. I'll, I'll, I'll admit it. We don't need to have six hours of interviews to make a decision to hire someone. You can make it a lot sooner than that. So that is one thing I really do like about the web three space right now. No, yeah, no technical interviews. Like you have to do a whole separate class on, <laughs> on yes. technical interviews. Yeah, they're super challenging. Um, but yeah, I would love to talk to you more about your team, um, the rest of your team, and, um, you know, tell us a little bit more about them and, and also a little bit more about how you guys came together on the project. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I guess I can start with uh, my co-founder, Lily. Um, so she is the artist, probably the brains behind this entire project, if I had to be honest. Um, <laughs> she's the leader. Um, she is the, she's been in the NFT space a little bit longer than me. So she knows a, a lot more and she's been immersed in it for a lot longer than I have. Um, she's been the one that's kind of been guiding me, uh, you know, as I, as we're kind of learning. Um, and then also we have, uh, six other members. So we have a collaboration manager, we have a community manager, and then we have four marketing and social media specialists that kind of help us as well. Um, we, our team is very diverse. So the one thing we really wanted to do was create a diverse team. So ha half of our team are males. So we have four males, four females. We're spread all across the globe. So we have um, some people in Southeast Asia. We have uh, some team members in Middle East as well. Um, you know, and that was the number one thing we wanted to do is just make sure we get a lot of different perspectives because if we want to be an inclusive community, we need to be an inclusive team first. Um, so I'm very, very proud about our, our team and how diverse it is. Uh, we do also have a few mods. So we do have a couple of mods that help us out as well. Um, and then let's see the way we kind of found this team is, is kind of interesting as well. We did find some of them, the more traditional route where we did a, you know, posted on a job board and they applied that way. But a couple of our team members actually are, we hired them on after, you know, how I kind of mentioned earlier, where they just joined our community. We're very, very active, reached out to us. And, and then we interviewed them and we gave them a job. So it's, uh, you know, it's kind of like what I was mentioning before. If you want to get that job, I, that's the best route to do it. But also do look at these job boards because we are looking at job boards too. But um, yeah, that's, that's a little bit about our team. I'm really, really happy, uh, you know, about our team right now. Uh, we might continue to grow as we grow as a, um, as a project. Um, but for now, I am, like like I mentioned, very just very happy about this team. Yeah, sounds like an awesome team. Um, and so I know you mentioned Lily. Um, you're the co-founder on the project. She also is uh, the brains behind it, you say, <laughs> and also the um, I would love to hear more about um, your artwork um, and kind of like the story or inspiration behind the artwork for the project. 
Yeah, so she is the artist as well. Um, so, like, the inspiration was we really wanted to be, uh, you know, inclusive and, and, you know, just kind of relatable to, like, everyone. So when you see these, these uh, you know, characters we've created, you know, everyone can kind of relate. So uh, diversity was a big one that we wanted to do. So our, our um, you know, our characters are fe- male, females. We have different you know, skin colors, we're really trying to, you know, target everyone um, with that. Uh, the other thing behind it is we are tech themed. So since we are kind of, you know, helping people find their way in Web 2 and Web 3, we really wanted to kind of uh, use that as well into our art. So our art will have, um, you know, our characters kind of typing as well. Uh, we also wanted to stand out. So Lily has been animating our artwork. Um, it is still a work in progress, but you can kind of see updates on our uh, Twitter. And, uh, you know, she is constantly working on that. And I think that's going to be, she's just going to continue working on it until the, the very, very end. Uh, but I'm really happy with what it is right now. Uh, but I, I think that was like kind of the main thing is we just wanted to be kind of simple, relatable, inclusive, uh, you know, and, and fun and, and cute is the other one. So that's that that was our uh, inspiration behind it. And like I said, I want to give all the credit to Lily. Maybe I added in like a couple ideas to maybe, you know, change the the eye color or something. But other than that, it's it's all the credit goes to Lily. Very cool. Yeah, I noticed the the artwork is super cute. I like the the little techies. <laughs> um, they're they're really adorable. At least they they definitely speak to me as well. So great job on, you know, really thinking through the artwork and and wanting to be inclusive as well. Um, I always also like to ask this question. Um, you know, what if you had to start the process over? You know, of building this project and community. What are some um, what are some things that you would have done, you know, now that you kind of have like hindsight is 2020, would you have done differently? Uh, I'd say I didn't understand like how much work is involved in Web3. I like to joke around and tell everyone that, you know, this Web3 job feels like two full time jobs. And it really does. The, you know, the hours you're working, you're constantly working like uh, throughout the day and night. And especially for me, I, I still have my day job. So trying to balance the the three of them is it, it does get difficult, but it is it is very challenging. Um, so I, I'd say like just going back and just kind of understanding like how much work is required, we probably would have created this team a little bit sooner. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, if we would have had like a, I, we probably would have hired some social media and marketing people right off the bat, as well as some collaboration managers uh, to kind of help us with, with that aspect of it. Um, let's see what else. Uh, uh, understanding that the project will evolve as well was, was another big one. So kind of when we started this project, it was very, very focused on just helping people get jobs in web two. And we kind of focused on that for, for a little bit longer than we probably should have without evolving. Uh, just because, you know, that was our main focus. We were just going to put all our eggs in one basket and go with it. It wasn't until we got some guidance uh, later on and they kind of opened our eyes to, to, you know, kind of broaden like what we can do and how we can affect people and, and 
you know, um, attract, uh, you know, uh, different people uh, is when we kind of decided to kind of change our direction um, from just that sole focus on helping people get jobs in Web2 to what it is now. Um, so going back and, and, you know, maybe thinking about different ways to, to improve our project is something I would definitely uh, change. I uh, would have changed it a lot sooner. Um, and then... I, yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else. Um, I, yeah, those are like the big ones. It's just like not knowing how much work it actually is. So if you're looking to get into Web3, thinking that it's going to be just kind of like a, a cakewalk, it's, it honestly isn't. It's a lot, a lot of work, but it is really fulfilling, especially if you find a project that you're really, really interested in and you're doing something you really, really enjoy and love. It's, it's going to be a lot of work, but it's not going to feel like a lot of work, if that makes sense. I like that, Tucky. I, I do feel like, um, I think that's why we see so much burnout in this space, right? And people come in from kind of working nine to five jobs, they get to go home, they're, a lot of them are turning it off, if they're not, especially if they're not running their own businesses already. And they don't have that kind of um, life experience with running your own business, especially in the beginning when it's kind of in that startup mode. Then you come into the NFT space, and regardless if you're a trader, uh, community manager, and especially if you're starting your own project, it's a big lifestyle change. I mean, I know a lot of people who spent, you know, 19, 20 hours a day in front of their computer because they feel like they can't detach from the NFT market because they're afraid they're going to miss something or there's always an opportunity as a project founder to be engaging with other tweets and other communities. So um, I host another spaces actually on a regular basis. And one of our reoccurring themes is, you know, the mental aspect of this space and how draining it can be and, we're constantly reminding people to just take a breath, you know, step outside, get outside and hike on a Saturday or do something with your family because uh, it is a lot of work. Uh, and I don't run a project, uh, but just trying to keep up in this space. There's days that go by where I don't even want to open my Twitter. And then if I don't open my Twitter for two days, then I feel like I've missed so much. And then there's that spiral of like, oh, man, I missed so much. I'm so out of the loop. So. Yeah, but I think that, you know, to your point, though, it's why, I think that's why we see so much burnout in this space. And I just wish more project owners and people in the space would take a little bit more time to, you know, check on themselves personally and uh, step back from it a bit more to find yeah. their balance. Yeah, I was going to say that's a, a great point. You definitely need to take care of yourself first. Uh, you know, a lot of this work, you feel like it's it needs to be done immediately. And that you can do that forever. Like if you look at everything needing to be done right away, you're never going to end. There are some things that you can push off to the next day. You know, just make sure you're, uh, you know, um, prioritizing correctly is, is very key. Um, the other thing that I started doing, especially now, it's very important, is to schedule times on my calendar where I'm like, all right, I'm doing nothing. I'm going outside for a walk at this time. I'm eating dinner at this time for this time. You know, I'm going to watch a show, do whatever, just something to take my mind off of like work. It has been very, very vital for me, especially working with, um, you know, the two jobs. Um, so that's something um, that also is very important. It's going to, yeah, burnout is true. It, it really can happen if you, if you just kind of do it too much. You've got to give yourself some time to, you know, hang out with friends, go meet with family, go for a hike or something, you know, schedule that time and make sure you're doing that for yourself. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I also wanted to follow up. You said um, there's a lot of things you wish you had done maybe, you know, earlier, started to do earlier. Um, 
Don't you feel early though in the space, especially with what you're doing? Um, I mean, I, speaking on like time, I feel like you guys are innovating enough right now, and what you're offering, uh, you have a long, um, you have a long history, you have a long future ahead of you, a bit in a bright future with what you're doing. And uh, there's a few other communities that are, you know, kind of doing the same thing. Uh, do you feel early personally in the space? Oh yeah, still feel early. We're still innovating. We're still growing. We don't even have a mint date because we're not even ready to even think about that yet. So it's uh, I definitely, definitely do feel feel early in this. And, uh, you know, I even it feels like, um, you know, I feel like we're earlier than I used to feel like like I mentioned kind of before, where it's like I had that one focus was on this. And I'm like, OK, we'll be able to get that done in a couple of months, whereas now that it's kind of expanded to what it is. Yeah, we're still like at those early stages and it seems, uh, you know, like it's going to take even longer than we expected. But yeah, I still do feel like we're in the early stages for sure. That's definitely. Um, and I, I also wanted to let folks know um, before we get back into the conversation that we are um, going to start opening up for questions soon. Um, I think, Kilroy, I see you've been requested. I don't know if you have a question off top, um, but I uh, want to just like put it out there. If you would like to ask a question, just request to come to the stage and, and we'll start to get everybody lined up. Um, but no, the, mental health in the space is definitely an ongoing challenge. I think people have become a little bit more balanced as of late, but definitely I would say summer end of last year was definitely pretty intense. Um, so, uh, and very 24 seven, but I think people are starting to create a lot more boundaries around how they kind of engage um, within web three. Um, so, you know, do you see, um, do you see a role um, for NFTs, web threes in terms of driving social impact or making the world a better place? Um, so, you know, where do you see that role? Where would you like to see it go and um, share share your thoughts about what the future might look like? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's definitely got a, you know, a place for, for driving social impact in the world. Definitely. Uh, you know, you, you see these different projects and these different communities that have all been created, you know, communities specifically for like women, you know, uh, you know, BIPOC. It, it's there's just so many different groups out there that are kind of working together for a common cause. That alone right there is is what I love about this space is there's just a place for everyone. You can go and find a project in a community, uh, you know, that's, you know, like minded like you, like whatever that might be. Uh, and uh, and just be able to kind of immerse yourself in that. A lot of these projects are also helping, uh, you know, give back as well through whether it's through donations, through you know, helping clean the oceans. It could be a lot of different things, but you see so many projects out there that are definitely kind of targeting that where we're trying to make the, the planet a better place, you know? So I do see it uh, continuing to grow. We still are in the early stages for sure. Um, I, I think, uh, you know, the future, it's, it's, it's going to kind of just bring change. I, we're so early. Like I can't even like think of like anything, you know, like, anything I think of right now is probably going to be small in comparison to what actually does happen in, in the future. Once these kind of larger corporations and larger just uh, projects start, uh, you know, investing in these types of projects, uh, I think we're going to start seeing a lot of change in the, in the world. Yeah. 
Awesome. Awesome perspective. Um, and again, I uh, want to just put it out there that we are going to start opening up for questions. Make sure you come to the stage. We have a tech recruiter who's a tech recruiter in Web3 and Web2. Um, so if you have any questions, this is like the best time to ask it. <laughs> Um, and, you know, I just want to kind of reiterate um, and maybe kind of dig deeper into something that you covered a little bit before. Um, you know, a lot of people definitely um, say they want to work in um, Web3, uh, but they feel like they don't have rele relevant skills or they're still scared or feel like they're not tech enough. Because anytime you start talking about like blockchain, I think sometimes people get a little bit intimidated. Um, so what would you say to folks who might be a little bit intimidated by this space today? Yeah, I'd say everyone has, uh, you know, the skills it takes to work in Web3. It's not different from Web2. The, the same types of skills that are required in, in Web2 are the same ones that are required in Web3. Um, the, the only difference is, is Web3 is so new. So not a lot of people have that, that experiences, which which is what kind of frightens them from even applying. Um, but just know, like, even if you see a Web3 job that says you need, like, a year of experience as a, you know, collaboration manager, for, for instance, you know, just know that not a lot of people have that. Only a handful of people have that experience, especially a year. And in this space, that's that's just not something that's possible. So what, what you need to do is you just kind of need to look back at your Web2 experience and, and create that Web3 resume to, to kind of cater it towards what they're looking for in that job. So for for instance, you know, a lot of these, you know, a lot of experience in, in Web2 is like working in a fast paced environment. You know, that's something that they might ask you in Web3. You can utilize that experience you have in Web2 and cater it towards the Web3 job. Say like, yeah, I've worked in fast paced environments. This is what you're looking for. I can show you how I did it in Web2 and how it translates to this job in Web3. Uh, you know, a big thing about Web3 as well is cross-team collaboration, especially if you're doing that collaboration manager role. You know, you do that a lot in your Web2 job already. You know, if you're working in, in tech or wherever, you have to talk with different teams. You have to talk with developer teams. You have to talk with product managers, program managers, work together to collaborate. So you have that experience already. You just need to show that in your resume. Another big one for Web3 is you're going to be wearing multiple hats. And that's exactly what startups do. If you ever join a startup, you're going to be doing many, many different jobs. You know, you're not going to you might have one job title, but you could be doing four different jobs. So that right there is enough experience to kind of apply it towards the Web3 job. Uh, the biggest point I kind of want to make is is you really do want to look at that Web3 job if you're interested in it. Look at the qualifications section, read the entire job description, see exactly what they're looking for. Once you do that, go back to your resume, create, I would even start a brand new resume and use your skills that you already have and then start using those qualifications that they're looking for and put those in your resume. So if it says, like I mentioned, cross-team collaboration, make sure you list cross-team collaboration where you did it in your resume so that way when the recruiter is reviewing the your application for that web3 job maybe they won't see collaboration manager as a title 
but they will see in the description that says, oh, you have done cross-team collaboration. Oh, you have worked in a fast-paced environment. Oh, you have worn multiple hats. You know, like even though your title is different, you have all the qualities we're looking for. And that's that's what you really need to do for, for Web3. Um, and honestly, for any job in Web2 as well. If you're applying to different jobs, make sure you create a resume for each job you apply to and make sure you look at those qualifications section because that's what's going to get you the job. Yeah, I want to piggyback on that for a moment. So uh, as I mentioned before, so I don't know if you're familiar. There's another community out there. There's a couple. One of them's Root Troop. That's one I belong to. Uh, I'm a big believer in what they're doing. They're very focused on Web3 jobs. And so I, I want to give some people some context here of what types of jobs are out there. They have a job market similar to Techie's job board. And I have access to those stats that are public. I mean, the, the, comp- the roles that people are looking to fill are everything from a 3D artist, uh, API devs, uh, collab hunters and collab managers. I mean, that's that's biz dev right there. So if you've ever worked for a company in Web2 and you're trying to help, you know, create partnerships between multiple companies or mar- multiple departments, you have experience to create collabs. Uh, you do already. I mean, that's a role that's looking to be filled. Content curators, uh, white paper writers. So if you're if you if one of your skills happens to be writing, there's a ton of projects looking for people to come in and help write their mediums and their white papers and, you know, make them concise and sound great. There's multiple projects looking for lawyers. There's multiple projects looking for CPAs and people to help manage their finances, photographers, uh, videographers. I mean, there is, you know, to Techie's point, there is absolutely a role in this space um, for everybody in Web3. And they're not going to all be the most glamorous jobs to start or the highest paying Web3 jobs. But it's a great way to get your feet wet, uh, create some supplemental income, get something on your resume that you can say, yeah, I did this for this Web3 project and I did this for this NFT project, Uh, you know, build some uh, resume up there. So, yeah, absolutely. Do not discount your skills. And, um, you know, I think there's pretty much something for everybody here at this point. Heck, look at me. I mean, if you and I'm a little stumbling today, uh, but if you're comfortable getting up and speaking there's communities that don't really even have somebody who's willing to do that yet and if you're kind of embedded with the community and you support that community just raise your hand be like hey i would love to lead spaces weekly and you know and put on for the community and and host you know updates uh, weekly and, and get them all together so uh even thread guys i know somebody who has a job with the project where he just writes threads about the project weekly stuff that's happening in the community, um, why this project is X, Y, Z. So I don't want to start sounding too redundant, but, you know, it's something I really believe in uh, that everybody has an opportunity here if they want it. And uh, so I just wanted to kind of add some context and color to what else is out there. No, thanks for that. Um, I know Retreat is doing some amazing things. I think we have some ruse in the building as well, (laughs) including yourself. Uh, so thanks for showing up. But yeah, um, I think, uh, you know, when people think about tech, they don't realize how much support is needed um, outside of just, you know, devs, um, how you need so many more people kind of doing a lot of heavy lifting to ensure that there's like a big community. Um, so I'm going to uh, go ahead and bring on Kilroy. Let's, um, if you can mute. Yeah. Hi, guys. Uh, good day to you. Uh, I'm from the Philippines. Uh, 
my apologies, Kelly, a while back for fat fingering the <laughs> the the request button on the mic. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. Uh, good day to you, uh, Justin, and our uh, guest, uh, Techie Club. Uh, my question is: Lots of people now are transitioning from Web two to Web three, and uh, my question is: uh, What are the limitations at the moment for these uh, 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 jobs? And uh, for simple guys like uh, most of the population, for an applicant to the program, what must be a prerequisite skill aside from using PC or phone or the internet in general? That's all, guys. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, no, great question. Uh, thanks a lot, Kilroy. Um, you know, I, I guess, like, everyone, you have to take your, everyone's situation is going to be different. So you have to take your own situation to an account uh, on, on what you're going to do. So if you're, you know, some people are able to kind of, like, quit their Web 2 jobs and then jump into Web 3 full time and, and be able to do that. Um, but you might not be compensated like right up front. That's the biggest thing. So you need to make sure if you're going to make this transition to Web3 or just even just get a side job in Web3, you first need to understand exactly like how you're going to be compensated, what your exact job duties are going to be, how many hours are required of you and what times you need to be online. So these are very, very important questions you need to get right off the bat. Uh, before you make any type of decision. Um, I've seen different styles of compensation um, in, in the Web3 space. Unfortunately, there's not really a, you know, one way for, for everyone. I've seen ways where there's the more traditional, where they pay you like weekly or monthly. I've seen uh, projects where they pay out in percentage of the overall mint. Um, and then I've seen other projects where they just kind of give like internships or maybe they'll pay you an NFT uh, at the end of the day. So you kind of have to figure all of that out before you make a decision for yourself. And, and like I mentioned, it's, it's everyone's unique. Everyone's going to have a different situation. Um, but those are the, the, the big things you need to kind of look out for. Um, and then in terms of like, uh, you know, prereqs, like you mentioned with the, the laptop and phones and, and things like that. Um, that's another question you really, really need to ask the founders right off the bat. And, you know, like, what do I need for this job? Or just look at that job description. They'll probably mention it down in there for you. Like, you know, you need to be on Twitter at this certain amount of time or, you know, something like that. That'll kind of give you an idea. Um, but if you don't see that, always, always ask that. Always ask questions during your, your interview or when you're talking to the founder so you can get uh, very specific answers to your questions. All right. Thanks so much for your question, Kilroy. Um, did you have anything else? Are you any other questions? Uh, that's all uh, for now, Kelly, because uh, uh, I am uh, uh, like sort of training my wife for that transition. And uh, right now uh, I'm teaching her all about blockchain and stuff that, and uh, before she can uh, hop into a Web3 job. And uh, also... Right now, uh, I am teaching my daughter about blockchain. So yeah, because uh, there's lots of stuff to be uh, to be involved with with uh, uh, Web three space right now, and uh, it's it's one of the ways to go if you want a, a, a high paying job. That's all, Kelly. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks again, Corey. All right, Antonio, come on up. Hey, hey, hey! Thanks so much, Kelly, and. Uh, looks legit for doing this again. It's always exciting to 
uh, hop in on here. It's definitely a uh, communal community atmosphere, and it's something I look forward to on a weekly basis. So thanks for that. And um, also for those uh, domain credits, I uh, wanted to shout out uh, Unstoppable Domains. I was able to redeem mine this week. So I think that's great, and I appreciate it because um, in light of a lot of things that's going on in the world, it's good to um, have some positive things happening, especially in the, the Web3 space. So thanks for that. Um, I also had a question um, for you, Andy, and uh, I wanted to mention that a lot of things that you were saying definitely resonated with me um, on a personal standpoint. Um, when it comes to diversity and inclusion and um, the fact that you um, on day one set out to have a diverse team of um, gender inclusivity and um, the knowledge and experiences that you all have with different backgrounds and having people from um, talented workplaces like Google and Amazon really resonated with me because um, at least from my vantage point, I haven't seen that much um, activity for um, you know, founding founders of projects. And, and it's kind of a, um, a contributing factor for me before I even dive into a project is based on the founder's background. So, so thanks for sharing that. And I think you're on to some really big things here. Um, so, so regarding my question, um, I really like the tech accelerator that you all are doing. And I follow a lot of um, venture and entrepreneurship news. And I know there's a lot of accelerators out there, but none really specifically for the Web3 NFT space. And again, you all are um, ahead of the game in that aspect. And I was curious to know um, if you can share a little bit of the criteria, because I've come across a lot of people who are online and they might chat and talk about how they want to get started in creating their own NFTs. Can you talk a little bit about you know, what you all are looking for regarding the project in order to be involved into the uh, tech accelerator. Thanks. Yeah, Antonio, I appreciate the question. So the tech accelerator, it is still new and it is still a work in progress. So we don't have anything quite finalized on like criteria, uh, you know, per se at this moment. Uh, but we are looking to, to help people who, who need help uh, in the NFT space. And that could be financially. Um, we're also looking for, uh, you know, uh, you know, founders who are looking to, you know, help in, in diversity. That's another big one um, that we're trying to do. So like if your, your project is designed specifically to kind of help a, uh, you know, a specific community or something like that, that's going to be really, really um, uh, beneficial. And that's going to be something that we're going to want to kind of invest in as well. Um, so I, I unfortunately can't give you too many more details other than that. But I do want to let you know, like, yes, we're going to be taking in a lot of things into account, um, you know, both financially and also just project for, you know, uh, the social good, like aspect behind it. And our community is going to help us vote on this as well. So we're going to be the ones that are selecting the projects that we want to help out. And then once we get that selection, we'll have our community kind of decide on which ones um, we'll actually kind of work with. Uh, and like I mentioned before, we, we're still working on this. It's still it's something we just announced uh, last week. Um, but we will have more updates on this as we continue to grow. So definitely follow our, our Twitter account and uh, you'll continue to see updates on that. Awesome. Yeah, thanks so much. And I'm already, my mind's thinking ahead, thinking of all the unexpected outcomes that you all 
might have in addition to the plant outcomes that you all are shooting for. So with the mentorship and having so many people with uh, personal lived experiences and, you know, having specialized backgrounds in engineering and things like that, I think it'll be awesome to see. So I definitely will be uh, following along. Good luck with that. Awesome. Thanks again for your question. And if anybody has a question, just come on up. Don't be shy. Again, like I said, we have a tech recruiter from the Web2 and Web3 space. So definitely ask questions right now if you can. Um, if you want to learn how to get into the space or any strategies or tips that might help you. Um, also, uh, want to ask uh, Techie Club, do you guys have any um, new alpha that you can tease today or you know anything that's coming up next that the community should be aware of? Uh, the big one was, like I mentioned, the one we uh, mentioned last week where we kind of announced our Tech Academy, Tech Accelerator. Uh, you know, so those are the, kind of the big ones. Um, I think there, there's definitely some work in progress right now. Um, what we're really trying to work on right now, okay, here's a little tease. So within our community, within our Discord, we have our biweekly Q&A sessions where, you know, you'll be able to answer, out, answer any questions that you might have and we'll discuss a topic or someone on the team will. Uh, the next step in that is we're actually bringing in uh, experts from within Web2 and Web3 to kind of come in and talk about their expertise in that space and kind of answer any questions that you might have uh, there. So that's a, a, a little tease on what we're working on now. We already have some some people lined up both in, in web security as well as like product managers um, and then also successful techies within the Web3 space, so uh, founders as well, uh, that we're bringing in exclusively for our Discord members. And it's going to be a more... Um, you know, kind of like a tight knit uh, conversation where everyone's going to have a chance to kind of ask questions. So that's a big one uh, that's, that's coming up very, very soon. Great. So if anybody doesn't um, can think of some questions, maybe later they'll have a place to go. You guys can check out Techie Club, join their Discord um, so that you can ask all your questions as they come up there. Um, so always like to kind of wrap things up. Oh, I see uh, Sat. Runner, let me invite you as a speaker. And we have Unstoppable Josh. Oh, great. I'm glad we got some more folks asking some questions. All right, Sats Runner, whenever you can. Yes, hello. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, I am coming from a background in the traditional banking sector. Um, I know that uh, cryptocurrency blockchain technology is the way of the future. Uh, and I kind of want to get ahead of the curve. Uh, my, my coworkers still have no idea uh, about any of this space. Um, I'm trying to find my niche and where I can uh, provide some value uh, to these Web3 companies. Um, you know, it, it seems like a, a lot of them I, again, brilliant, brilliant people. Um, but I can tell a lot of them are missing some some features that make it easy for the average person to understand uh, and become acquainted with uh, this space. And, and I feel like I can offer some value there. I just am not seeing a lot of jobs um, that I think I can apply for. I don't know if you have any opinion or experience with that. 
I don't know of like any financial jobs. I got for our team at least. We don't have any jobs for you know in, in finance right now. My my best piece of advice, and it kind of sounds like you've already started doing this, is to start searching on those job boards for for jobs that you're interested in. It sounded like you kind of wanted to to help with um, you know defining and and writing uh, articles, kind of explaining these you know technical terms when it comes to finance. So that could be something that you look yeah, for my, as well. My my thought was leaning towards kind of a, a project manager. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I've I've seen that job title a couple of times. Operations manager is another. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if if anyone uh, would be hesitant in bringing someone. I, again, I don't have that web two tech experience necessarily but um you know I, I still have a history of relating the product to average day consumers yeah so this goes for web 2 and web 3 so yeah if you're looking for like product manager or program manager type roles uh you can definitely find those you, you ha- it sounds like you have the experience it's just not directly like correlated or related to you know the job title itself so what you want to do is kind of like what I mentioned before is if you're going to apply to these program manager roles, you really want to look at the, the job description and the qualification section. This is the key point. Uh, make sure you list out every single thing that's in that qualification section. Put it in your resume and show that you have experience with all of those qualifications they're looking for, especially in Web3. Web3, there's a lot of people don't have that prior experience um, for Web3 work. It's usually Web2 background. So you're you're in the same boat with everyone else. A thing is that's going to make you stand out is that you're going to, you know, when the recruiter, for me, when I'm looking at someone's resume, I'm looking at the qualification section as a checklist. So when I have my job description there, I'm looking at and using every qualification as a checklist. I then go to the resume that I'm looking at and I'm looking for that. I'm like, okay, perfect. You know, uh, fast-paced environment, check. You know, uh, C++, check. You know, like there, there's, I'm going through that qualification and checking everything off. If you can pass through that checklist, I then pass you off to the hiring manager or the founder, and then they have a chance to kind of speak with you and, and decide if they want to move forward. So number one advice uh, for everyone is if that's what you want to do, if you're trying to get into a role that you don't necessarily have like the perfect background for, use that uh, uh, qualification section as a checklist for your own resume and make sure you highlight those in your resume. Thank you. I, I have not been customizing my resume. Uh, so that that's probably an area I can work on. Yeah, yeah. That's, I would also add to that. Um, Techie gave you some great advice, but you know, so much of the relationships that are built in this space are built right here on Twitter, right? So joining Twitter spaces and offering some value to other communities or to whoever's listening when it's appropriate, right? But I mean, there's plenty of spaces just like this one. I mean, it would be great if we had more time to hear like kind of what's your vision for how you could help out a project. But, you know, finding those Twitter spaces you can jump up in and share ideas with, um, writing Twitter threads and, and just kind of creating this authority for yourself that like this, I know what I'm talking about. And just connecting with other people right here on Twitter. And when you find the right tweet where you think you can add value to it and just go ahead and start writing it. And, and when people notice that stuff, they start reaching out, you know, it might not happen the first day or the first week, but you know, when, when you start kind of building your own social currency in this space um, for this kind of niche that you're offering, then those opportunities start to come, you know, also in the DMs shows up one day and it's like, Hey, I'd love to talk about this with you. So that's another thing I would absolutely recommend to you is just get involved in 
start adding some value and offering it and enlightening oh. people. Will do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming up and asking that question. Um, we have AG come to the stage. GM, GM Kelly, and Look Legend, and the Techie Guy. Okay, so firstly, I want to say uh, this is a very nice space to hear about transition between Web 2 to Web 3, and I really like the question, what if you don't have the experience or qualification qualification, but you have the experience, say, in a project management or a program management kind of a portfolio because of your Web2 career, and how do you break through? So I I joined in very late, and pardon me on that. Uh, I've been uh, in this deep learning curve for a year and a half, and now I'm contributing to a DAO. However, I had a question to ask, what like earlier said, what value are you adding by uh, adding by holding this space? Like just to go to the website, please don't get me wrong. I'm just trying to put a question out there because I've attended a lot of spaces, which is about the jobs in Web2 or even Web3 or so on and so forth. But how are you adding value? Getting onto your Discord, getting onto your website. I can. There are zillions of websites for crypto Web3 jobs. But a very critical thing where I think is a very big help is to help people align their resume to what the founders or the HR team of Web3 are looking for. I'm sorry, uh, I'm just speaking too much, but this is just a question out of curiosity. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate the question and I, and I hope I understand it. Um, you know, clearly that you're just kind of wondering like what utility is, is going to be included. And then um, I, I guess like, are we going to kind of have that focused on, uh, you know, creating resumes and uh, how to prepare for interviews. So I, I can talk a little bit real quick about the Tacademy. Um, so the Tacademy is going to have, this is what's going to happen when you, you, you get the NFT, you're going to have access to our Tacademy and it's going to have an interview prep guide within that. Within that interview prep guide, it's going to take you from how do you create a resume? How do you create a LinkedIn? These are what recruiters are looking for in resumes and LinkedIn. This is how you stand out. This is how you make sure you you get an interview. So that's like kind of like step one. Um, and I think that was what uh, part of your question was. Um, and then that uh, interview prep guide is going to take you all the way through the interviews where we're going to kind of walk you through on like the t you know typical questions you're going to receive, how to answer those questions. And then all the way to the offer negotiation where we're going to kind of walk you through exactly how to negotiate an offer, how to leverage an offer against another offer, how to leverage your own compensation and your RSUs that have invested in order to get more money. So there's a lot that's going to be kind of included just in that interview prep guide alone. And within that interview prep guide, you're going to get like long form videos. There's going to be templates that you're going to be able to use. Um, there's going to be Q&A sessions. There's also going to be, like I mentioned, a list of like commonly asked questions. So there's a lot of that. And I think this is what you're uh, mainly asking. But all of that's going to be kind of in, it's going to be included in the interview prep guide, which is a part of that tech academy. I so, so appreciate it. And I wouldn't look at it as a utility, frankly, because that is the lingo. But I think you're, uh, you know, it's it's a process where you're hand-holding 
and your mentoring then it brings me to the second question how different it is from the muse.com for instance like you have linkedin in the web2 world and you have muse.com where you learn on negotiation preparing yes there's nothing to be the fact that your team will be there and the community members will be there to hold hand but how different it is that that's just one curiosity you don't have to answer it my another question is what if you are in your late 40s and uh, in the web3 community even if there are big blockchain players in the market they're looking at people of you know younger than 35 so how do you tackle that that's a very critical question thank you uh yeah first off on the age one like that shouldn't be a requirement at all like they you know age shouldn't matter you know if you know if there's a project that's kind of discriminating against you know you know there being an ages it, it's that's a project you won't want to be a part of uh you know i can say for a fact that techy club would never do anything like that and i'd say the projects that we've associated ourselves with they would never do that as well so there's a lot of great projects out there where age doesn't matter you know and it shouldn't matter as long as you can do the job that's required and what they're looking for it doesn't matter how old you are or how young you are it it really doesn't matter um and then what kind of makes our our you know project a little bit different from like a linkedin um you know is that this is what i love about web3 is we get to create a community of like-minded individuals so if you're within our community within that discord you're going to have access to a lot of individuals who are in the same boat as you where you can run ideas be- past them uh you know you can you know talk about job advice things like that but the biggest thing is you're also going to have referrals in there as well um you know getting into web2 and in pro- in web3 as well referrals are a huge part on on being able to kind of get to the interview itself uh referrals I'll, I'll give people a little insider tip here from a recruiter referrals when they come from internal uh you know um employee they get skipped to the top you know they're or they're filtered into a whole different pile where you're just there and you're going to be seen some of these larger tech companies actually even require that the recruiters reach out to every single referral even if it's just to say we're not going to move forward so that's a huge huge benefit of referrals um that you know help a lot of people so that alone right there is what our community is going to kind of bring as well is you're going to have access to these uh members who are in these companies and can submit referrals for you. Um and then like I said there's just going to be a lot more that's kind of included in that as well. You get those live Q&A sessions which is kind of hard. Like you you don't really see that in a lot of um these other communities or uh like LinkedIn and groups like that. So you'll have these live Q&A sessions where you can ask me questions like in person. I'll be in the chat as well where you can ask questions in the chat and then I can answer your questions in the chat there as well. So there's there's a lot that kind of um differentiates us I think from from other groups um and then like I mentioned we're we're still so early on this that we're still uh, inventing and we're going to be able to create a lot more too. Thank you. Thank you so much Techy and thank you so much Look Legit and Kelly. I really appreciate what you've said. You know, it is and i still i think i won't look at it as utility i think the fact that there is a community where you feel safe in the sense we all are in the same boat and then you have a team that can help you and handhold you and mentor you and guide you i think that is the biggest thing a human kind 
and human resource can offer to others. So this is beautiful. And I will join you, Scott. Thank you so much. AJ, yeah, I just want to add on the age thing. Absolutely, that is not a deterrent in this space. I've been doing this a long time. I'm pretty open that I'm basically 40 years old. I have a 10-year-old daughter. Um, it that has not mattered one time in all the communities I've been involved in. And a lot of communities have asked me to step up, get involved, help them out. Uh, if you're providing value here and you're a good person and your ethos are aligned with like the project, I don't think anybody cares how old you are. Uh, they just want people to be a part of the group that are, are willing to help and um, support what they're doing. So yeah, don't even think about that anymore moving forward. That, that should be a non-issue. And of course, if somebody does, like Nick said, if somebody does comment on the age, well, you, you don't want anything to do with that project anyways. They don't really even belong in this space, in my opinion. I I truly love and truly believe in what you're saying, look legit. But I'll tell you what, I had gone through an interview process and I, I went through all of it, which you had probably not experienced in Web2. One was the racism, the other was the gender, and third was the age. And obviously my friend circle said, fuck it, drop it. I'm sorry for the language, but for my, pardon my French as they say, but they said, why would you even want to work with a company? And the kid who interviewed me was a 22-year-old, you know, 22 or 23-year-old. With all due respect, because I do have my niece and nephews who are in their uh, late teens. So, yeah, I'm 40 plus. And when I had to give an interview for a position for which I had the experience and the caliber and the multifaceted... Uh, role and responsibilities that I could have handled, I faced that. And after that, I stopped applying for jobs in Web3. Doesn't matter what my experience is, really. You know, I, I, I don't want to let this experience kind of scar me because now I'm contributing to a DAO in a very, uh, something that I really like to do. But if I want to take a job in Web3 today, I don't know. That's all. Yeah. Well, I appreciate, I appreciate you sharing that. I know that's not easy to share. Um, and, I'm, and I'm sorry that um, this has not been a positive experience for you. But hopefully, I think that's exactly why Techie Club does exist, um, to make sure that people aren't having these you know, negative experiences. And I think that's why we're all here in general and, and why a lot of us have come together is like, hey, we want to make sure people's first experience with Web3 is positive um, and not negative because we don't want to hinder people from like the best parts of the space. So I'm, I'm glad you got to join the spaces today and I'm glad um, you're going to join the Techie Community Discord. I think you'll find a, a great tribe over there. Um, so thank you again. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. I truly appreciate it. Like, I'm attending as I do attend spaces, uh, not everyday types, but today I'm just awake at 7 a.m. in the morning and I jumped in here and I really like what you guys are doing. You guys are actually building. You're building people, and I think there's nothing more powerful than that in the whole world. So, yes, I'm just glad to be in this room. Awesome. Honestly. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Um, 
I will make. I think we'll have time for one more. Um, so, unstoppable, Josh. Let's let's get you on the stage. Hey, y'all. How are you? I'm Josh. <laughs> um, I'd like to introduce myself as Unstoppable Josh. I created my profile to, you know, more or less establish myself in the Web three. I'm proficient at sales and marketing, uh, and I'm also a serial entrepreneur. I've owned two businesses. Well, CEO, 50% of another business, and I've owned 100% of another McElroy's chicken farms. You can look it up. Um, I come in here, and I, I, I'm i honestly looking for a home in the Web3 community. Um, that's, that's really all I got to say. I mean, there's nothing else to it other than I'm sure I can make a great asset for anyone who's allowed me to dedicate my time and efforts. Uh, well, I love that, Josh. Uh, thank you for sharing. Um, and I know Absolutely. we had a quick DM exchange, and I'd love to connect with you because I think there's a lot of people in this space who are looking for somebody with sales experience and, and the biz dev experience. Uh, a lot of these projects are run and operated by, I don't you know, not to discriminate at all or be rude, but like they're run by kids without a lot of experience. It's just no doubt truth here. And uh, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. And I applaud hey, all hey, of them I'm for only doing 23. it. Yeah. So. And I applaud all of them for doing it, but they do need people to step in who can sell their projects. And I don't just mean from a marketing perspective, but talk to other project founders about what they're doing and create collabs. So I'm sure there's a home here for you. Uh, my advice to you would be just don't force it. Uh, you know, it'll kind of come when it comes. Um, and just, you know, get involved with communities that you love and, and raise your hand. See if there's a way you can help out. Uh, it's kind well, of- hey, that's, um, that's why I created the account, more or less, you know. Um, I understand totally the value that I can present to a company. I'm not going to chase for it, you know. Um, on, the, on the other hand, whoever picks me up, they're going to have a great time, <laughs> you know. That's that's me, guys. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you gotta keep it simple and to the point. <laughs> that's the only way to take it, you know. <laughs> I'm I'm glad to be a part of the space. Um, I lost I lost connection halfway through it because uh, I currently live in, excuse my French, uh, Egypt. <laughs> it's it's kind of hard out here with low internet speed and stuff like that, but. I'm glad I could jump. I, I'm glad I could tune in on the last little segment. And did I miss out on anything important? Well, luckily we record it, so you can always go back and listen. That's that's a great thing about recording spaces. <laughs> yeah, I sent I sent you a DM. I was wondering where I could view it. Oh, okay. I'll uh, DM it to you. I'll make sure to great. send awesome. you the link. Thanks so much, Unstoppable Josh. Absolutely, I appreciate <laughs> y'all. You said you own a chicken uh, farm? Oh, yes. Um, well, uh, a chicken farm. Yeah, I used to buy and sell eggs. I sold them for like, well, I bought them for like $2 and I sold them for $4 at a local restaurant. So around the CSRA, that's just my hometown. Um, and then I also ran a trim carpentry company that specialized in trim cabinets and doors. I'm a retired carpenter. I'm only 23. Uh, I say retired because I hate doing the trade. I'm very good at it. I'm very good at everything that I do, but I, to be specific, I've, I've developed hatred towards carpentry, <laughs> and that's only because I've been hurt in the field. 
um, before carpentry, I was at, well, I'd say at 14 years old, I started hustling in the malls around the Southeast region of the U United States. And well, that just changed the person who I am today. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's crazy. It sounds like you're, you've already had such an interesting life so far. <laughs> I think I'm, Web3 I'm writing, is I'm writing a few books. Oh, wow. So wow. if anybody wants to follow along, you know, join the journey. That's okay. up for grabs. You really are unstoppable. You really live up to that name. So Absolutely. <laughs> I, appreciate I, love, it. I love the affirmations. I appreciate the compliment. Thank you so much, Kelly. Oh, of course. Um, so I want to um, wrap things up. I think we end up going on longer than I uh, thought we would. Um, but, okay, two quick questions left for Jackie. Um, also, what are your thoughts around um, on-chain credentialing? How would that help you as a recruiter? Um, and then also, how can the audience support you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, the way you can support us is if you follow our Twitter account. So our Twitter account is going to be, we're going to post all of our updates to, to our project, what we're working on, uh, you know, uh, when we're going to mint, everything that's going to be there. Um, we also do, I do want to mention this, we do have our Discord because I've talked about it a lot. Unfortunately, it is closed right now because we are trying to limit it to, you know, a certain amount of people just so we can build that community naturally and build that one-on-one -on -one connection with, um, you know, anyone who joins. So I do want to let everyone know that. But with that said, I also do want to mention that if you uh, go to our Twitter page, I'm actually going to release uh, 50 uh, links to our Discord. So if you go to our Twitter page and look at this uh, retweet, you're going to actually see uh, a link there that you can click and join our Discord. So I'm going to put 50 open so everyone in this space has a chance to join if you want to. All you have to do is click it and you'll get, gain access to our uh, Techie Club Discord. Um, so once again, just uh, follow uh, or go to my page, look at this space that we're in, and then I'm going to put the link in this uh, tweet. Awesome. Love it. So make sure you guys get in. And so... Thanks. Thanks so much. Um, I think I, I maybe we'll have another conversation about this another time on chain credentialing. I've been really interested about that. Wanted to know if that would make your life easier as a recruiter, but we can talk about that another time. Um, but yeah, so I would also like to say for everybody who attended here today, um, we are also giving away um, $50 in domain credits to unstoppable domains. Um, we announced our announced our partnership last week um, and we're making sure that uh, folks are getting their own nft domain name and basically unstoppable just makes it easier to send and receive crypto um, they're also your key to unlocking all the benefits of web3 and also you never have to worry about renewal or registration fees um, so once it's yours, it's yours forever, which is great. Um, so if you DM um, in this uh, in this uh, spaces, you have Blue Studios Labs. It's like the the big uh, what is this a uh, gear with a little um, ring around it. If you just send a direct message to that account, we will reply and give you the directions to get your own personalized promo code um, for Unstoppable Domain. So. Um, that's a they've been a really great partner with us and we, we love uh, giving folks these uh, credits so they can 
have their own identity in Web3. Um, so thanks again uh, to Techie Club. I really, this has been a great conversation. We went way over, so that's always a good sign. Um, and again, this is NFTs for Good. We do this like every week, um, at least once a week. And you can definitely check out our website, um, our schedule on our website at bluestudios.io backslash NFTs for good. And, you know, we're always going to continue to talk about the people behind these projects and folks who are just making the world a better place through Web3, NFTs, and crypto. Thanks so much. And uh, thanks again to Looks Legit and Andy. Thanks for having me. Yeah, appreciate you, Andy, for coming up. And uh, just a little quick compliment to you. You do a really great job of explaining your project um, and your pitch in the beginning. I love how you walked us through it. Concise. I understood it immediately. I think everybody in the space did, too. So, you know, keep up the great work. I'm sure you guys are going to do wonderful in this community and uh, hope to see you on some other spaces because you definitely have a gift for it. So keep it up. Yeah, I appreciate it, Josh. And and thank you, Kelly, too, for, for having me. It's And thank you, everyone in the audience, for, for tuning in as well. Appreciate everyone being here. Hey, uh, thanks for allowing me to be here, guys. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate it. Thanks, everybody. Have a great evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you may be. And hopefully we'll see you guys again next week. Bye, everybody.